Ladies and fellows, man, welcome back to another episode of the No Script Podcast. It's your boy B-Rack alongside Dan Dutton. What do you do? What's up, big dog? What up? Shit, nothing. It's another, another late night, man. Just got back from the bowling alley and just, you know, same old routine. Yeah, dude, like I said, in that text, bowling on Sunday nights is crazy. Yeah, uh, being rushed to get here while I'm in the midst of a 300 is crazy. I didn't I send a... any rush text. <clears throat> no, it's all good, bro. I mean, I felt the pressure being applied, but, you know, I was like, yeah, I mean, Dan's over there. I'm over here. He can't yank me from this situation. I took that 300 to the 10th frame and with a 279. Just couldn't, couldn't deliver. Tough. Couldn't tough. do it. Can't do it. Can't yeah, do put, it. Don't put that evil on me. I sent a text like, hey, what time do you think you'd be ready? Because I'm putting Luke to bed. And I was like, how much do I need to rush him to bed? Because, you know, if I let him, like, get up, move around, or, you know, keep sitting up asking for juice, we'll be there for a while. But if I'm like, nope, no more juice, sit down, lay down, he'll fall asleep. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, eh, you're still bowling. I'll let him live his life a little longer. Because he has <laughs> his life longer, I get to sleep more in the morning. So True. True. Exactly. Exactly. What was um oh, and I have steaks. Like uh, so I told you I uh started cooking things sous vide. My little water bath regulator machine that I got to start cooking various meats and vegetables. And dude, it's it is so convenient and versatile. I I love this thing. Uh, is it you've made steaks in it already? <clears throat> Yeah, so yesterday was the first day that I got a chance to use it because I didn't have a, a vacuum sealer to actually vacuum seal the bags with whatever foods I want to put in there. So it's mainly just for steak. So the concept is it's not like it's not like boiling meat or bo- like boiling food in general or steaming. I don't. They, they just call it cooking sous vide. So it's basically you got the water. Uh, water in a container that can stand withstand heat up to you know 190 if need be so depending on let's use steaks for example because that's what i've been cooking <clears throat> the there's a monitor or regulator one end goes into the water and then the other end has your gauge you know it'll tell you desired temperature what the temperature temperature is currently and then the time and there's an app for it too so i bought the brand called anova a-N-O-V-A. So shout I paid, out to Nova. Shout out to Nova. Sponsor. Go ahead, sponsor me. So I paid like 200 bucks for it. So anyways, let's say I want to cook a steak medium rare. And Anova has a like a temperature gauge or a chart and says most things you're going to cook, you can do it for up to 12 hours, 24 hours. But the minimum should be two, two and a half hours. So, for example, I'm cooking steaks. I did five New Yorks before I left for bowling this evening. Vacuum sealed them up 120, 129 degrees Fahrenheit for two and a half hours. And since I was gone while those were cooking because I had some things to do in the in the afternoon, I had my mom take them out. You can keep them in the vacuum seal bag and you can refrigerate them because technically the steak is cooked. It's cooked all the way through to, the, to your desired temperature. If I wanted it done at medium or medium well, I can set the temperature as such as well. So I'll get that edge-to-edge consistent temp throughout the entire steak or whatever meat that I'm cooking. The only drawback is is you lose the crust or the texture on the outside. So the way to remedy that is when you take the meat out of the bag, pause, <laughs> 
<laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to pat it dry. Pause. <laughs> so that way you can give it a good sear. You can do that either with a like a flamethrower or like a handheld torch. You can do it high heat on a cast iron skillet or on the grill if the heat is high enough. So that way you're you're not you don't in danger of cooking it further. You're just trying to get a quick sear. So <clears throat> it tastes, dude. It it's phenomenal. It's I, I just it is literally tender throughout the entire steak. It's a quick easy. I want to get a blowtorch or like a handheld torch yeah. because then it would take it would take the an extra dish that's required to clean, which would be the cast iron skillet. If I could take that out, then I'm good. So I don't know. My mom, I I cooked up my uh, a steak for my mom yesterday and then today, and like she's satisfied with it. And yeah, dude, it's it's freaking awesome. I love it. So next time I'm out there, I'm gonna need you to make two steaks. One I would hundred percent do regular, it and then one sous vide, and then so I could. I can see what the difference so is. So what's so what's regular? Would regular be like cast just iron? The cast iron? Okay. That's regular <clears throat> got, for me. That's how I, that's how I usually. Well, that's yeah, that's regular for me too. I don't I don't really mess with the grill too much, but that's how I would do it. I would do a compare and contrast. But it's just it's super consistent. And it's just I don't know. It's like fun to me. I, I like <laughs> cooking, man. That's good, dude. I'm starting. I, I started getting into it a little bit. I got a few dishes that. Uh, I like cooking, so it's nice. It's nice when you got something decent other than, like, some basic-ass dish that you can make. Right. No, I, I agree. Uh, real quick, he's going to hate me for saying this, but shout-out to Caleb. He said he listened to the last episode, but he didn't He didn't share because it wasn't reshare-worthy. That's crazy. <laughs> but he said he was joking. He said he was joking. The way he said it, it was just such a great delivery. <laughs> I love that guy. It's hilarious. That's crazy. That's crazy. What are you, what are you gonna That's do to crazy. him next time you see him? Uh, not buy a anything at his shop. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> this is like a what's the reverse of a promo? That's basically what you just did. <laughs> uh, dude, see, uh, last time we were, I don't know, if it was the last time. The last time I was there at his shop, um, I think it was uh, maybe not the last time, but the last time Jessica was with me, mm-hmm. um, and we got some stuff. This is this is a promotion now, but uh, Jessica, we got a couple things in on the way home. She's you know we're drinking our shakes and stuff because I think we just worked out with you and uh, mm-hmm. she was like, um, "There's protein in this." I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Are you sure there's protein in this?" I was like, "Yeah, like that's the whole point. Like it's not just milkshake. Like this is a protein shake." She said, "It don't taste like it. This is too good." And I was like, "I'm telling you." So I texted him. I was like, "I was like, yo, Jessica, ask if there's protein in this." She said, it tastes way too good to be a uh, protein shake. He said, that's our new slogan. <laughs> that's our new slogan. But that's 100% the point. That's that's crazy. You go so long drinking different brands of protein shakes that you automatically assume that they should all be trash, which I'm not surprised if you've had. Mo- most of them are. Most of them are kind of trash. Yeah, I had one. I'm just not good with the same taste over and over again, but I had this one. That I liked a lot just because I was I, – I, in my head, I was seeing big, more gains because I was, like, consistently taking it. And it had – supposed to have something in it that's supposed to help, like, naturally, like, elevate testosterone, which probably wasn't. But in my head, it was. So I feel like mm-hmm. I was getting bigger. 
but I I hated the taste. Like I would make it in as small amount of liquid as possible, and I would just bam and just slam it and get it over with. Like I could not stand. Do you remember the, taste. the brand? Like what was it? It was Way Bollock Alpha. Way Bollock. I don't remember. I think it was a GNC brand. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, I've probably had Way Bollock a couple times. Not like a huge fan of it. To me, it wasn't like, bad the first like couple weeks, three weeks, four weeks. But when I finished the one tub, I just bought the same thing because I was like, I want the same results. I want to keep going. And I was just like, Oh god, this is getting terrible. I, this is this is a struggle. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a couple proteins that. I do enjoy drinking, uh, but like you said, ha- having the same taste over and over and over again, it's like, I know if you're committed to your goals and, you know, this is what you need to do, like F the taste, you know, you have to drink it, you have to eat it, whatever the case may be. I I, I get tired of redundancy, like routine sometimes, especially in terms of eating or, or drinking things. Right, and I'm I'm just bad. Like even like food, if we make a big pot of like stew or something that like can last like three or four days, after day two, day three, I'm like I don't I don't even want it no more. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But no, I actually to answer your question, I got a better answer than not buy them. I'm gonna go to his shop with a sign that says they don't use protein. I'm gonna stand right outside. <laughs> he doesn't support small businesses himself. <laughs> We're just joking, Caleb, man. We love you, man. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I do. My, maybe Dan doesn't. He has nah, dude. So much. Love, man. Love. <laughs> Day one. So I'm trying to think of another. So let's see. I've got, got new cooking equipment. Uh, went to Costco today. Shout out to Costco. Shout Actually, you know Costco. what? Yeah, it's Costco fine. itself is fine. The people. When you go out and grocery shop, you're just reminded why you just don't enjoy public and people because they're either too slow or they just they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, bro, bro, it's terrible. It, what my, what uh, you, like people enjoy being at home, I would assume like grocery shopping is not amazing. Going to get gas is not amazing. You know, all, all that type of stuff. Would you not make like make it? a staple or be imperative to do it as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Like you're not getting anything new all the time. For the most part, 80% of what you're getting at the grocery store, you already know what you're getting. You know what it looks like. You know where it's at. If you've shopped the same place, like why are we taking so long? And the, and the checkout, the checkout is just God awful. I can't stand it, bro. I think, uh, I don't know, man. I think Costco's different because, Costco changes up. They get so much new stuff all the time. They keep a rotation. When I go to Costco, I like to browse. Like I'm not just in and out grabbing what I want. Like I, as I'm making my way to what I want, I'll browse the aisles, check out some stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, you talking about like the the shoppers, and I don't think it's uh, allowed. But if my mom could get on this podcast and talk about the people she had to deal with while working there, that shit would be hilarious. So, for example. Leaving Costco today, I was with my mom, and as we're walking to the car, what, what do you think is the sensible route when you're walking through the parking lot? Like, t- tell me ninety degree how, angles. Ninety degree angles. Okay, so outside of that, do you think it's smart to either pick, no matter what side of the lane your car's on, to be on the left or the right hand side while you're walking to it? While you're walking to it? No, that made no sense. <laughs> 
No, it, it doesn't? No, you, you should walk on the side that your car is on. Right, but right. but I guess my point is you should be on one side or the other. You yeah, shouldn't sure. be in the middle of the lane, correct? No. no, and I hate people that do that, and I hate people that like take the the longest angle, like instead of like just like I said, ninety, like crossing to that side and going up, like they walk at an angle across. It'll be a the ten degree lane. angle. I'm it like, might as well be you're walking straight. Yeah, it makes me so irritated. Like cross, cross, so I can get past you. That's. I, I don't understand, and and other people that might listen to this, they're going to be like, why, why are you just so angry and bit? Like, no, everybody's experienced that. Why are you walking like you're the only one in the entire universe that's crossing uh, the road at any point, crossing the parking lot? Like, it's so annoying. And I, I saw it today. There was a woman and her daughter. They were walking in front of us. They were going to their car. And let's say we're facing the parking lot. We're leaving Costco. <clears throat> my my car was parked on the right-hand side. So I, as quickly as possible, as soon as I crossed the walkway, got to the right side so I don't have to cross over again. This woman and her child, I say child, she's probably a teenager, a little bit older. They're walking directly in the middle, in the middle. And once they got to their car, they were on the left-hand side. I'm just like, and I see a car obviously coming down towards us. And they're on their correct side coming down. And the woman is like slightly moving over. And in my head, I'm thinking, just get get all the way over. And she made like uh, a joke or a gesture as if she got her foot ran over by the vehicle. I'm like, one, I know like if that happened, unfortunately, the car, the vehicle would probably be at fault. But in my mind, in a right world, it would be your fucking fault because you're just walking right up the fucking middle. Get on your goddamn side and it wouldn't be a close call. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit's just annoying and ignorant. We're just doofuses. It, dude, I just, just, I just can't even. It most of the time. I just can't even, man. Can't do it. It makes me mad like when people, like, you're talking about like, in parking lots. I hate when people drive inconsiderately, like, mm-hmm. like either going too slow or too fast and, like, driving like an idiot. Mm-hmm. Like, they just come flying by you, driving stupid, and you're just like, bro, like, you could ruin somebody's day. You, if you smash into somebody, hurt somebody because, you know, you're driving like an idiot, like, that irritates me so much. I hate yeah. people driving like that. I would say I, I enjoy myself if I see somebody because I pay attention to my mirrors a lot, like behind me, my side mirrors, always looking at them. And if I see somebody behind me doing that, like skirt, 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 like driving stupid, and I'm in the fast lane and I'm doing a good speed, I'm not going slow, and they fly up behind me, and like they irritated me enough, and I got time today, I'll go faster until we get to a, a where there's a car next to me that's going slow and i'll go just their speed but a little in front of them so the guy will be behind me and then be stuck because the lane to the right and i'll just hold them there i'm just gonna you gonna have to chill here for a minute because you need to settle down mm-hmm. oh, i feel I so good to do feel so good like i i i am quick or I try to drive as quick, quickly as the next person, but like I'm considerate and I'm respectful for the most part. I'm not riding anybody's ass. Pause. I'm not. Well, I shouldn't say I'm not road raging. I am, but I, like I said, I'm I'm not being an asshole on the road. I'm driving fast, but as safely as I possibly can. Like I'm not flying through school zones. I'm not you know rounding corners fast as hell. 
in, in parking lots of grocery stores or, or whatever, you know, I just, I can't stand that shit, bro. And then today, <clears throat> today, when we were on our way to Costco, we got on 94 just cause we're close to the 94 just to get on 65 was like the quickest route possible. And I get on the Lake station ramp. So there's only the next exit is the 65 ramp. But halfway there, there was a car accident all the way to the, to the left. It was a, a car and a truck. And, like, I just – maybe this isn't right, but in my mind, a, <clears throat> excuse me, a part of me just wants to drive next to him. <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. You fucking idiot. Because I guarantee 90% of the time, like, the accident was caused by some negligence on either one of their parts. It wasn't just, like, a freak accident. Like, oh, my tire blew out or, you know uh, – I caught some debris on the road that caused me to spin out. Like you can guys can give me the statistics if you want, but I find it highly unlikely. And it's mainly someone was probably texting and driving, driving too slow or road rage, like self-inflicted damage, you know? Oh, for sure. And I just, you already feel bad. You already feel worse. Allow me to add to that. Let me drive by and scream (laughs) something at you. Dude, I feel like it should be allowed, and not only allowed, it should be, like, promoted that if there is a little fender bender because somebody was texting and bumped somebody in traffic or on the highway, and you cost an hour worth of traffic because you're an idiot, that the people driving by should be able to roll their windows down, throw something at you, yell at you, and you have to stand there and take it until traffic Pub- Publicly shame you. Until traffic like- is clear and everybody's flying. Yep, hey, we're gonna go ahead, and I'm gonna throw. I got, I got half drank water bottles all on my floor. I'm throwing a couple. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything uh, malicious or deadly. Like, just give me a rotten vegetable yeah. or a half filled water bottle, bro. That's a little, a little public shame is fine. A little public shame, and then maybe that will reinforce that you need to just have better etiquette talk about etiquette that's not exactly great etiquette but that that should be allowed no, like medieval poor times. etiquette to alleviate somebody else's poor etiquette is not poor etiquette yeah i mean i could i could go on forever for it but it's like medieval times you know someone that got, got caught doing a, maybe a petty crime or a very small crime they they put them in the little device where it locks their hands in their head and it's wooden and then the public just comes over and starts throwing tomatoes on them. I'm pretty sure it's been a part of a lot of cartoons, but that's what they should be allowed to do for like 30 minutes, and then just let them go. No, I'm it's with not that. that. Bad. I'm with that. And and I'll be more than happy to suffer those consequences if I am on the wrong end of that. But everybody else should be able to suffer too. The road will be a lot better place if everybody's afraid to get publicly shamed. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I guess to change it up in more of a happy note, hopefully, you wanted to go into further details about the wedding. Yeah, dude, it happened. What do you mean? We did it on Saturday. Oh. Yesterday. Damn, that was quick. Yeah. Our last episode, I was like, yeah, we're doing it in five days. It's been, It was the five days. Holy crap. That time just flies freaking by, dude. Congratulations. Has, thanks, brother. It has happened. We, I am so, a, a married man. So how how did it feel at the ceremony? All right, let me just I'll just I'll just <clears throat> replay the whole day, okay? In my in my POV. Mm-hmm. So the plan was uh, I dropped her off 
she met her her she met my mom, her mom and her sister to do like hair and makeup. Um, Dropped off like, where? Just this like not spa, but this like uh, salon place that does hair. Okay. And so I dropped them off in the morning, or her off in the morning. She met with, uh, like I said, the moms and her sister. And then I picked, and they brought Tommy. So I picked up Tommy. We went uh, back to the house and just kicked it for a bit. Uh, Tommy the flower girl. Me and then like me and Tommy went and got haircuts. So like after I dropped her off, it was like all right, I can't see her anymore because she's gonna be all makeuped up and, and yeah, all, you know. So I no longer can see her. So we get our haircut. Um, we're, we're done getting our haircut, and she's like, "Oh yeah, we're we're about to be home." I'm like, "Cool." So she goes upstairs. I come back now. Like Luke's already up from his nap. Um, so like my my mom came back as soon as she was done. So like I could leave. She could watch Luke. Um, I put him down for a nap. Came back. He was up. Uh, had the fresh cut and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's time to get him ready. So uh, after he ate a little lunch, I gave him a bath. Um, which uh, see, we Did recorded. Huh? Did you go to Miguel? No, I wish I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know out there. Uh, segue real quick. Did I? When did we record last? Uh, it was last Saturday. Saturday? No, no, it was like Monday. Or maybe right? Friday. No, no, no. Way. It had to have been. I think it had to have been a Sunday because you posted it for a Monday. Right. And then you texted me and said, "Hey." Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't <coughs> talk about it on here yet, but ah, bro, I'm a segue because it has to do with giving Luke a bath. So different story, real quick. Uh, I think I told you maybe or not. I told you Luke busted his head, right? He had to get stitches. Uh, no, you didn't <sighs> tell me that. Because it happened Thursday, and I didn't get on or anything, dude. So, oh, dude, it fucking sucked. Uh, Thursday night or afternoonish. Like five thirty, six, six, something like that. Uh, Jessica, we went and got her nails done, and me and Luke are chilling. When she was okay. on her way back, uh, we were she was gonna pick me up, and we were gonna um, pick up some stuff, right? We had a couple things to to go pick up. So she's on her way back, and I'm like, all right, I'll go get dressed. So me and Luke go upstairs into the bedroom. Um, I get him him dressed. I'm getting mm-hmm. dressed, and he's just being a kid, running around the the bedroom. Um, He's just like running circles around like the room. Like he's not playing with anything or anybody. I'm in the corner like looking at clothes. I finally get dressed. I throw on my shirt and I look over and as he's running, he trips over his own two feet. Oh boy! It like and he didn't trip and fall. He tripped, stumbled, and then fell. But his fucking forehead bow right into the the corner of the metal bed frame that we have. Oh man, bro, I'm t- I can feel that. Oh, dude, I I wanted to cry instantly. Like it hurt me, and I seen it happen. It just and it hit, and it was one of those. Like usually he falls, we wait to like see what his reaction is because we don't want him to feed off our reaction. Yeah. Uh, so he hit, and there there was no like waiting. As soon as he, it hit so it solid, instant. I was like, oh fuck, and I just like I just ran. I scooped him up because like he was like facing the other way. And he like as I was like running to him, he like looked up at me, and his eyes like, like he had like a shock. Like what the fuck just happened? He starts crying like instantly, and I just see his forehead start to fucking leak. And I'm like, oh, but I scooped him up, and I'm like, I run to the bathroom. I get I'm grabbing a bunch of wet wipes. I'm like putting them on his head, which he's not liking because it hurts. But oh, for I'm sure, trying to stop for the sure. bleeding a little bit. Um, and it moves, and I see how deep it is. I'm like, 
fuck? So I grab a couple more wet wipes. I run downstairs. I grab my phone. I call Jessica. She's already on her way home. You know how things are. Like you could like chill while you're driving, or you could hurry up, save maybe catch a light that you would miss, or maybe she's like, oh I wanted to stop here real quick. So I called her and I was like, hey, I know you're on your way home, but I need you to hurry. She said, what happened? I'm like, Luke hit his head. I just just hurry. And he's like crying in the background. So I don't know if she's hearing my words. I'm just like, he just said he's bleeding. Hurry, hurry. And I hang up the phone. And uh, I'm like, I get my shoes ready. I'm like dabbing his head still. And I just run outside. She's like, I'm, I'm like two minutes away. So I run outside. I'm holding like the well up on his forehead. At this point, mm. he's already done crying. It was like two minutes of crying maybe. He's already yeah. done. And I'm like, all right. So like, I like move the wet wipe. He's not leaking. He's not gushing blood anymore. So I'm like, all right, I'll stop dabbing it for now. And then like, you know, he's not crying. I'm like, cool. So she pulls up. I throw him in the car seat. She sees it. She's like, oh my god, what happened? I'm like, I, and I tell her. And I'm like, I feel like shit, even though it wasn't my fault. Yeah. I was like there, and we take him to the <laughs> emergency room. Uh, they have like a pediatric wing at this ER we went to. Um. But then we like we're sitting there in the emergency room, like everybody else. There's a bunch of other like hurt kids and, and stuff in there, and this kid didn't want to chill. He didn't want to like, oh, I'm hurt. Like, let me just like, I want to be by my mom and dad. Like, nope. He wants to run and sprint around this ER. I'm like, dude, come on, man, just chill. Like, he didn't, he didn't care. It was he, like, to him, it was over with. He was just r- trying to run and play, mm-hmm. climb on stuff. I'm like, dude, stop. So then we get back there. And like, oh yeah, he's gonna need stitches. I'm like, God dang it! I was hoping they could glue it or something like less, you know, painful. But they gave him some medicine for the pain. They gave him like a numbing thing on his forehead, like a head wrap. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, now we're just in the room waiting. I mean, total, we were there for like four hours, almost four hours. It takes forever, but you know, I'm sure there was like patients with worse things going on. But, right, right. They eventually come in with like the suture him up, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we can give, we gotta give him this medicine. Um, it's like a nasal thing, and it like calms him down. Otherwise, like to do things on toddlers is like impossible. They won't sit still. They're gonna right. fight so hard. So they shoot him up. With, they they shoot the, this like spray into his nose to like relax him. And uh, it's funny because he's like irritated that we're there still. It's past his bedtime, so he's crying and whiny. Every, all these people are coming in and like picking at his little like his little boo boo and checking his like you know vitals and all like just doing all stuff so he's irritated and been crying this whole time and uh i'm holding him and then as that stuff kicks in like 30 seconds after he gets it i just feel him go a little little limp and then his eyes get a little low and they say he's like a little drunk like baby he starts looking around and smiling at everybody like (laughs) he's just like it was so funny he's like the hell you guys doing man like just like smiling and looking and this like the guy in there one of the nurses was like pointing at him like what's up buddy and then Luke would try to point. Like, he was, like, lift his arm up so slow, and he's, like, looking at his hand. He's, like, moving his different fingers. And then, oh, you see him move the finger he wants to move, and then he slowly straightens it out and then slowly points back at the dude. <laughs> oh, I was losing. I was like, all right, okay, okay, he's feeling good now. So then they lay him down on the bed, wrap him up like a burrito. Um, they play. We're, like, playing a cartoon on our phone to try to keep his attention because they're, like, even though he got this medicine, like, he may... You know, once we start doing it, we're going to be holding him down tightly. He might not like it. He shouldn't feel, like, the needle and everything like that. But uh, he'll feel pressure, and, like, he's not going to like it. But he sh- we just got to hold him still. So right. I'm, like, holding his, like, he's like this burrito. So I'm, like, by his feet and arms. I'm trying to hold his arms and his feet. Uh, Jessica's, like, has one hand on his chest, like, other hand, like, 
you know, rubbing his head. One of the nurses is holding the phone so he can watch cartoons. One nurse is like holding his head still, and then the other nurse is like, you know, suturing him up. He only needed to get three, but oh god, I hated it. I'm like, why? Like, I'm like, I didn't want to watch, but, but you did. I did because it's him. He's going through it. I can't just ignore it. Like, I got to be present. So I'm like holding him, and I'm watching that. Need to go in, and then he knows what Al means. And usually, like, if Al will, like, what's, will stop, like, what's happening, what's wrong? So he kept going, ow, ow, ow. I'm like, fuck. It's in my heart. I'm like, oh, like, oh, he feels it. It's not working. Give him another one. <laughs> uh, they, and, like, so he's crying and crying. He's, like, wiggling and wiggling. He's, like, I can feel, like, the body heat. He's getting hot. They finish the stitch. They cut him. They throw, like, you know, some gauze and a Band-Aid on his forehead. Sit him up. As soon as he sits up quiet stops crying he's like all right i'm good starts looking around again he's like chilled out like, all right so i pick him up they give us our you know paperwork for us to leave mm-hmm. as soon as we get to the car he's out to sleep in like two minutes before i even leave the parking lot we go home doesn't even wake up trans usually he'd wake up in that transfer of like car seat to bed but didn't wake up um he slept for like 12 straight hours he slept it he slept he woke up the next day i was nervous about the next day how is he gonna act is he gonna be like oh my head is he gonna mess with the band-aid like is he, like what's he gonna be like this dude was literally his normal self he didn't even notice the band-aid until like the afternoon he was just playing and playing and playing and i'm like trying not to let him be crazy like don't climb on stuff like don't jump off things like just chill today and uh no he didn't he had no part of it he's like uh-uh i'm I'm playing. I'm doing me. The only time he noticed it is when he like, um, like ran full speed at me and then like mm-hmm. put his head down into me, and I was like trying to like shift my weight so like that part of his head wouldn't hit me, but um, it like bumped me a little bit and he went ow, and then he like touched his forehead and he went boo boo, and I was like yeah buddy you got a boo boo, and then he went to, like he was gonna like try to like rip that thing off I'm like no 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 leave your band aid on, um, he was fine the rest of the time he he didn't mess with his band aid. Um, every now and then he would touch it and go boo boo, and I'd feel sad. But uh, also while he was sleeping that night, I took apart the the bed bed frame. I took it apart, all the way. I fucking threw it away. I put our mattress on the floor. I'm like, this fucking thing's out of here. <laughs> it's hey, you gotta do what you gotta do to, I guess, baby proof it. I uh, <clears throat> for some reason I kept the corner, the corner leg that he hit. I kept it. I was like, I'm gonna melt this thing down. I don't know. I'm gonna do something to it. It doesn't, you know. It's it's gonna feel something. This is gonna be a slow and agonizing death for this one. <laughs> so like, now we're looking at bed frames that are like, you know, have like rounded like cloth cushion type of like fancier looking edges, not just like a, a metal wood bed yeah. frame. But uh, what's crazy is that we always had like a hoodie on that corner, like, like tucked under our mattress, to, like make that soft. Always, it was always there. And last week I noticed it wasn't there. I was like, why is that not there? And like Jessica noticed it too. She told like told me a separate day um, after this happened. She's like, yeah, I did notice it too. Um, but I was like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like, I wish like that. Why isn't it there? Would have turned into oh, let me put it back. And like I would have put it back. But I was like, why isn't it there? Like in the middle of me doing something and just completely forgot about it. And uh, you know, it was just like fuck it, I'm taking this thing apart. And uh, but yeah, so that sucked. Uh, it was a long night. He was fine. We were more excited <coughs> about it than he was after the fact. Like I just, I kept replaying like him, his face smashing into that metal over and over again, and it just 
just was hurting my heart. But uh, yeah, he's straight. He's he's gonna have a scar a little bit, but uh, you know we'll tell him a cooler story than that probably. Tell him like, oh, man, what what do you even say? I don't know. Do I tell hey him man, we were playing basketball in the bedroom. Like you were crossing over, and then someone put a toy where it wasn't supposed to be, and you tripped on the toy after you crossed your dad, and bow. <laughs> Stupid. Something. Oh uh, no, I think I'm telling like a. We were out by some water, and alligator came up and just bit you in the head and was trying to drag you off. And then I beat the hell out of that alligator and choked its life out, took its head, gave it to my buddy named Chubbs, and uh, the rest is history. And what age do you think you're going to tell him that? <laughs> I already did. Uh, never bring it up again because he'll he'll be old (laughs) enough he's gonna watch animal planet for the first time and see how an alligator uh, acts and he's gonna be like there's no way in hell dad did all that shit Uh, yeah so that happened it sucks so now flash forward to like that saturday right i was getting him ready that was the first time i was taking his band-aid off Um, and uh, they said that we could leave it on you know, say little kids are like they like to like pick at things. So like, if you want to leave it on, leave it on. So I give him a give him a bath. I take it off, and for one, it's a it's a good band aid. It's been on there for a minute, so the sticky part is probably is what he's yeah. saying out to when I'm pulling it off. The adhesive. Yeah, the adhesive. So he's like, as I'm pulling, I'm like, ow, ow, ow. But all I can think of is that like I'm hurting his little boo boo. So I felt like mm. I felt so bad. So when I grabbed it, I was like peeling it. He's like, ow, ow, ow. I was like. And I pulled the one side off real fast and popped the other side off, and then he was just like, and then he just looked away and kept playing. Like he just, he didn't even care. All right. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it. I was like, oh god. I first I seen it. I was like, damn it. But does uh, it look bad or? No, I'm just dramatic. I think I feel bad. But uh, yeah, that's because I know it looks good. to her. She's like, oh, it looks good. It's healing quick. And uh, so yeah, so she was gonna like get his hair and everything done back to like the red, the wedding day. Um, so I couldn't see her. So I had to like slightly crack the bedroom door open, let him in, close the door, get all his clothes ready, get my clothes ready, go to my room, my gaming room, um, lay my clothes out, lay his clothes out. She would crack the door, let him out. I'd come bring him in here, get him ready, crack the door so she could see him. Like, we're just like, this is a little mission of not seeing each other. Because mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to like do like one of those like first looks where I see her like when we have the photographer and everything, and uh, so yeah, we we get through the day without seeing each other. Uh, we go to leave. We go into like a forest preserve uh, out here by us. And uh, what's funny is, uh, it, this wedding was very us, like not traditional. Okay. Like we haven't done anything traditionally. Like when I proposed to her, I didn't have like an engagement ring. I didn't do anything like that. Like take her somewhere fancy like it was like in a spur of the moment thing i made her an engagement ring out of like some copper wire i think we might have lost our guy there all right all right i'm back hello hey here we go uh, all right uh, talking about a little football there while you were gone good 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 keep it going so what part did i cut off on so i believe you were the last thing i heard was you're going through the back and forth between trying to uh not see each other but yeah. still get luke ready yeah 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 okay so uh, you didn't hear me talk about how non-traditional we are no i i heard that part yeah but did you hear about the ring yes uh, okay. i heard copper wire yeah so that's so that's how i proposed it right this copper wire that i made 
yes from, from scratch right so same thing with this like we decided a couple weeks ago like you know what fuck it, let's get married i'm tired of waiting let's just do it and uh yeah so we decided you know we were gonna like get this go to this place just invite like our, our parents and siblings um i got robert ordained so he could sign our paperwork uh everything like that so it's official legally and so on track of being like us there's a little hint of sketchiness to the thing um we were supposed to get a permit for these photos like to take photos there at this this forest preserve okay and when i found out i was like whatever i I was like that's stupid it's like a 30 dollar funky ass permit probably so i called and they're like yeah the lady's on vacation that approves these permits and being me and she's not she doesn't come back till tomorrow so that was past our date being me and how fast and quick i am on my feet um, metaphorically speaking, not physically speaking, yeah. uh, I go like, well, let me take it back a second. Actually, I, I do. I maybe I don't need a permit. I should have asked this question first, because on the website it says for profit photos, and I didn't. I'm not exactly sure what that means. So, if uh, the photography, the photographers are doing our photography session, if that's a family friend and I'm not technically paying them, is it okay? Like, do I need a permit for that? And the lady's like, let me find out calls like an hour later like hey if it's a family friend if you're not paying for these photos you don't need a permit it's fine i was like cool well it's family friend so i'm glad i asked that question before i paid for the permit so i appreciate it she's like yeah no problem took my info my name when we're doing everything i told them a wrong ish time uh just in case somebody came looking for us and uh no that's it so i didn't get a permit so now we have this photographer that we're paying, that I told them we're not paying. I don't know what this what this photographer is going to be like. Are they going to be chill? Like, do I tell them or do I just let it ride? Because we've been to this forest reserve a few times, never seen a worker. Um, so we first show up. We're doing like this forest preserve has this tree alley. It's like in the back, um, off the path. It's just this big open green space, woods on each side, and then these trees planted perfectly in. Uh, one on each side. There's like on the right and the left, and it's just an alleyway of trees. And it's beautiful. It looks really nice. Um, I'll probably post this this podcast after we get our photos, so I should post some of these photos. So if you want to go check out like my Facebook or something and check out these photos, uh, they'll be there. But uh, yeah, beautiful spot. So that's where I go to chill. Jessica comes in like 10, 15 minutes later. She meets with the photographer. Then they walk back. Okay. Now... We're doing the first look, so I'm just focused. I'm looking one direction, not facing where she's coming from. And then I start hearing click, 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 click. I keep hearing the photographer. My brother's next to me. He's telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, I see her. I see she about she about 50 yards out, about 20 yards out. Is she getting close? And then he sees the photographer, so he just he skedaddles. He moves out the way. So I'm standing there. Now I start hearing the photographer clicking and clicking and like i was like i wouldn't say anxious all day but like excited i was like oh, i can't wait to like i haven't seen her all day i want to just like this moment's gonna be great i can't wait i had no idea how i was gonna react i thought i would just turn around but oh my god this is crazy like be happy so i feel her hand on my back and i'm like oh god dang i was like can i turn around like i don't is this a picture moment and then she said turn around right turn around she was like i tunnel visioned i didn't see nothing i didn't hear nothing all I seen was her face, and I was like, and I started crying. I cried a little bit. Like I'm like, she looks so beautiful. I was like, oh fuck. Like I was just That's like, amazing. I was like speechless. Like, I, and it, it it was like that for a minute. Like I could, I wasn't seeing nothing. I just seen her. And I was like, this is crazy. And then, um, 
in one of the videos somebody else took, you seen Luke like running beside her, mm-hmm. and he's like holding something, but he's like trying to look at her too, and then he gets around the corner and he looks at her, um, and then he like smiles, he's like looking up, and he's like smiling real big at her, and he's like in between us, uh, which is like we got to like save that video and take that you know photo out of it, but uh, it was it was crazy. So then like. We're taking a couple photos and stuff. We're like us uh, are like hugging and stuff when I first see her. And uh, yeah, as we're getting ready to talk, like you know, she's on my arm, and I look over her again, and I see, and I just like start crying again. I'm like, stop looking at me. I gotta talk. I'm like, fuck, man. Like, <laughs> she, I, it was like she was, it was like when she was like walking to me. The sun was behind her. It was like an angel. I was like, God, this is crazy. <laughs> I was speechless. So then when I had to like. She was like, all right, you know, you can talk now. Like, we did we did our vows in private, like me and her. I mean, we're like private people. Like even kissing in front of everybody for like photos and the I do's was like kind of weird for us. Um, we're, so we're real private. So it was like we did all that between me and her uh, to the disappointment of probably some of the people there. They probably wanted to hear some stuff. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that was just between us. And uh, but I still had to like I wanted to thank everybody for coming out and I wanted to do the like, do you take me? I take you like this, like the back and forth to like yeah. finalize it. But like I probably rushed it. And there's some th- more things I wanted to say. But I after seeing her, I was just like so flustered and like speechless. That, like I couldn't think of words I wanted to say. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I rushed all those thank yous. And I rushed <coughs> like I just probably looked at her. and I was like, you my wife, I do. I'm your husband. You do. Okay, kiss. Like I probably rushed all that because I was just, I was still out of it a little bit. I get why they have somebody else speak because I was like, I was just like, I don't know, I was out of it for a minute. That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm sure, in the moment, like you said, when she turned around, like time froze. That's the only thing you see, and you know, even though the event wasn't huge, it was, like you said, it was your guys' thing. It wasn't traditional because you guys have been doing your own path your own way that, that's awesome man yeah and actually part of the, like the speech i gave like i we had that original copper wire ring that i made for her um which is crazy like when i made that for her i didn't really know her her ring size i was just in the corner just like wrapping this ring up twisting it up and it fit perfectly and it still fits so like that's what i like put on her finger um, and then I wanted to, like, I think after I proposed to her, I gave her that, I think maybe one of our anniversaries or Valentine's Day or something like that, I wanted to do something special. And um, She doesn't like expensive jewelry. She doesn't like to wear jewelry, so I didn't want to give her anything expensive. Uh, but okay. Pandora had a ring that uh, it was like two two things like twined together, uh, like two gold you know things twined together with like diamonds in it. It wasn't expensive, but I got that to her because it kind of matched copper wire with the things being twisted together. Uh, so we had both of those, so I gave her both of those, and then I just got me, like, I'm not crazy about jewelry either, so I just got me one of these rubber rings, uh, like one of those silicon rings that I could just wear for now, because uh, our plan is to, if she's pregnant, uh, our plan is to, when she's not pregnant, get, like, uh, wedding ring tattoos. Oh, nice. nice. Which would be nice, because, like, this ring, I thought I would like having a ring on it, but it's, like, kind of, like clunky and maybe because i'm just not used to it like i'm constantly like fidgeting with it that'll be nice to just have something that's like just there and like doesn't have any any uh i don't know weight to it i guess but it was cool like after that moment we did our photos 
in that tree alley. And the, the, the photographer was like this younger dude. He was he seemed pretty cool. There's like a couple areas we wanted to go to take photos while we were there. So we're packing up to like start moving, and everybody's in front. And he, the photographer's in the back, so I like slip back there, and I'm like, hey man, like uh, if anybody asks, you're a friend of the family, man. He he started laughing. He's like, all right. He's like, wait, what? Why? And I was like, we're supposed to have a permit for these photos, and uh, the lady that approves them is on vacation. But I was like, hey, I'm getting married. Like this, we're not pushing the date back. So I need. Welcome to the family, man. Yeah, so I was like, I, I needed this date. And uh, he was like, he said, you need a permit to shoot in the woods? I was like, I, I guess, man. He was like, that's crazy. Well, good thing you got a friend of the family that owns a photography business. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. He's like, wait, you need a permit to shoot in the woods? And you're like, yeah, man, isn't that crazy? He's like, yeah, it's crazy. He turns around, hey, this guy's not supposed to be here. And we just said phony. A phony. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we didn't see anybody. Like, no workers. Like, there's other people taking pictures. There was another wedding there at a different part that we walked past. Um, I think they rented out, like, the whole, like, picnic area. Um, but yeah, we like, walked through there. We took pictures a couple other places. Dude was real cool about, like, oh, wait, one more, one more. Like, he didn't care about, like, the hour time frame. Like, he went over our hour. He was he was real chill about it. He wasn't like, all right, I gotta go. You know, your time's up. He was like, yeah, oh yeah, I'll get one more. I'll get one more. Um, so it was cool, man. It worked out. Everything went smooth. We left there. We went to Fogo. Um, nice. We all ate at Fogo. Man. Had some good food. Glorious. Uh, yeah, yeah. Came home, chilled. Like we, and then like just from the whole day, being exhausted. Uh, I've been doing stuff around the house all week. I've been wor- actually doing work at work. Like physical work all week, mm. building that table. So like we just been tired, but we were asleep before eleven o'clock. We knocked out. Nice. And uh, nice. Luke went to sleep. He didn't wake up till nine, so I got a good good sleep last night till like nine a.m. So it was good, man. Um, happy, super happy. She's my best friend. I'm happy this it all worked out. It all went smooth. And I, I was telling everybody before, like eventually we want to do like a. Uh, a reception or a party like i was saying before we have everybody come together and uh you know i think that'll be that'll be a good time it'll be like i get to marry her again it's, it'll be cool yeah it'll be a nice celebration with uh you know as many people as possible you know if they're able to dan or dan demons to come out caleb me yeah. obviously Oh yeah, everybody's everybody's invited to, to that when we do that one. You know, maybe Zach, you know, since he lives the closest, but you know he. Uh, well, by the time we do that, we're our plan is to already, our, we have a plan to move to Florida in a few years. Uh, so that's maybe when we'll do it. We we'll get our own little place out there, invite everybody out to Florida. You know, maybe we'll do it like ending summertime or like right before summer. Everybody's tired of the the winter in Indiana, and they want to come out and spend a few days out in Florida. There you go. Think that'd be perfect. You'll probably be expecting a bill soon, you know, or a citation for your illegal photos. That dude that said that <laughs> he's gonna be a part of your family, he's actually incognito, dude. He's, <laughs> he's working for the feds. He sends the link with the photos along with a bill, and I'm like, hey, it's yo. gonna be, you know, like when you get a, a speeding ticket and like the traffic light takes a picture of your car speeding with the license plate, uh, so that you're gonna those. get. They're going to get that in the mail, and it's going to be you conversing with that guy you thought was your friend. <laughs> He's like, oh, so you claim you knew this guy, right? And you're like, yeah, yeah, it's one of my boys. And you're like, yeah, well, he actually works for us. And he just uh, 
he made you feel comfortable like you thought you were on the same side. <laughs> Busted. Now, do you, if you want these photos, they're behind another $50 paywall. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I mean, I'll pay it, but y'all bogus. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'll pay it. I mean, I got what I wanted, so what are you going to do, take my photos? And, uh, I was like, how am I going to finesse this if, like, somebody came up to us, they seen some guy with, like, a, a bag and, like, a legit camera taking photos of us? I'm like, do I just meet that person straight up? I'm just like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I talk. Like, I had a whole speech planned out. Like, yeah, I talked to Amy. That was the person I talked to uh, on the phone. She said we were good. She took our name, info down. It should be back in the office. And then uh, if you want to go look or, or call her, and if they turn back around, I look at do like, photos fast, fast, fast. We got to get out of here. Yeah, because they're, like – I don't know what else would have like blown your cover or like if it didn't, if the store didn't work, if they're just like, oh, well, do you have the permit on you? It's like, ah, man, you see, and then you just, I don't even know, I'd run. <laughs> I, I would, I would have finessed my way somehow. I'm like, yeah, it's actually in the car. Um, we're actually on our way there now. Like, can we just wrap up so I don't have to like go there and back because we're on a time limit? Um, I would have figured it out. I if like, yeah, not, I would have been like, no, we don't got one. Pockets. My bad. I didn't know I needed one. They're like, well, you got to leave. I'm like, well, we're here now. So. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we only need like two more photos. We're actually from out of town. We're like not even from here. Yeah. I heard this was a beautiful spot, so we figured we'd take photos. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, we, we made it. We made it through. We're good. Nice, dude. Nice. Well, I was, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, rambling on about football. I don't think I want to go on about that anymore because – uh, I don't even really think you watch, so I don't. I, I told Jessica I was like, I think I'm gonna get back in into watching because like we were laying on the couch. I and that's like one of the things from like growing up that I, I did a lot. That was like one of those things that I didn't really think about at the time. But I just remember like Sundays, you know, my dad was really into like fantasy football, so he'd always have the games on, and he'd be sitting at the computer like scores or whatever, and like I'd just be laying on the couch just chilling all day, watching football, napping in and out ultimate relaxation just chilling not doing a damn thing the entire day taking some it's couple just naps great here background and there. noise man just, just chill have it on yeah the chill you know yeah and, and now i was like laying on the couch only for those two hours of the day that luke is napping that's that's the two hours of chill time i get <laughs> just just have the game on um what, what was i gonna say i think it was football related Football really. I kind of, I, I kept thinking about getting, getting Madden again and playing Madden again. I used to be a dog yeah. at Madden, but we'll, we'll get no, to that no whenever change. we do get to our gaming episode. Yeah, there's a couple. I wanted to get a couple like top tens in, but uh, I wanted to say that for another episode because I had about like three or four lined up, and I was just gonna have us look up information like right here on the fly. Yeah, you know, but. We'll we'll say that so we have more content as we get further along. Yeah, I think my story took up a good amount of time too. No, it is fine. The only other thing I was gonna add was circle back to what I was talking about with bowling earlier. So I was at Plaza in Highland, and I've actually been bowling pretty good there. I think I have the. It's only a house shot, but not every house shot plays the same depending on what bowling alley you're at. So Hobart, I don't know what the fuck they're doing at Hobart. Essentially, they have way less oil than your typical house shot so you got guys dude and i get it the you're trying to cater to the general run-of-the-mill bowler that's there to have fun drink whatnot that's what's going to keep the small businesses alive yeah so 
guys that typically should have no business bowling 200 or even 300, like they're, they're throwing it left and right. I'm just like, bro, can this pattern? And people will come up to me and be like, well, I mean, if it's that, if it's that, if it is that much easier then you of your skill level and caliber should be able to bowl 300s. Like there's no tomorrow. I'm like, that's the logic doesn't work that way. Cause if I'm playing the lanes a certain way, and they're getting broken down a certain way. If you've just made it easier for the rest of the field, it kind of makes it a little bit more difficult for me because I can only move to so many spots on the lane. You know, so the fact that it's dry, I'm using equipment that's just super, super weak. And I can only get so far left before shit just doesn't work for me anymore. You know, so Hobart Lanes has kind of been up and down. I went first week, go like 670 something, which is okay. Second week, I don't know what the fuck, dude. I shoot 480 something. Just could not find. I go 180, 140, 140, and then last Thursday, come back shoot like a you know another 670. So <laughs> I'll have handicap going into next week, and I'm sure people are gonna be talking shit, thinking that I, I'm sandbagging because I'll oh, have. Oh god, handicap. not again. Trust me, trust me, I, I, bro. You think I want to show up? to bowling just to bowl like ass on purpose that's a waste <laughs> of my fucking time like oh god yeah i remember remember those that one year that one that one year where i almost i i hopped over that whole damn counter yeah one year where a bunch of high school kids were about to dog walk some fucking grown-ass men in a street fight that shit was you hilarious guys are sandbagging well one it's like okay if you don't think we're that good do you think we're smart enough to know like I didn't like, bro. I had bowled longer than you guys. I had no idea what the fuck sandbagging was at the time. I had like a little inkling of it, but like I never heard that term tossed around. So I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Seriously. Like, we're intentionally trying to bowl bad so we have a high handicap for the rest of the year. So that way we can catch fire and bowl our asses off at the end of the year with a high handicap that'll give us an advantage. Like, who wastes their time, especially if you're like playing for money and stuff like that? I have way too much pride to just intentionally not bowl well. If I don't bowl well, it's just because I I just had an off night. It's not because I'm intentionally trying to fucking do that. Right, right, right. And then uh, it became a, a joke to us where like every time somebody would fuck up, we'd like sandbagger. <laughs> like an easy, like, no. easy like spare you miss like sandbagger. <laughs> Those pins are gonna come in handy later on, bro. Don't worry. Oh uh, man, that shit was irritating because didn't because well, our first year. As like bowling the adult league, and didn't they take our our handicap, our averages from like when we were bowling when we were kids because we were from, in the system? Youth. And I, that's not our fault. Like that's a flaw in the system. That's not they, us. They even said they're like, there's one of two things you can do. You can take the averages, and what was crazy is we were only like one or two years removed from youth league, uh, maybe one year. And they're like, we can either take our averages of what we ended with from youth league. Which, that's exactly what they did, and the thing is, is you only start with that for the first three weeks. After the next three weeks goes by, your new average and handicap is whatever your first three weeks were, you know, divided by the nine games. Right, right. So, it was always going to change. Yeah, it's like a constant, it like always changes. It's never the same. It always changes. And I was like, like... I don't know, we've, I've, I, it was like a few years I was out of bowling. So, like, yeah, I probably started off shaky. But then at some point, I bought that ball off Jacob Glass, and it changed my game completely. 
and I went from using yep. like I had like a shitty youth ball that had no like weight weighted like you know power behind it. Whereas like I had hit perfect pocket, and I did I didn't even get much ball drive, and then I got I grabbed his ball, he let me use his, <laughs> I ended up buying it from him that had drive and, and weight and played well for how I play, how I bowl my shot, it worked perfectly. And then all of a sudden I started fucking my average probably went up 20, 30 pins. I felt like I did so much better. I went from like hitting a 200 here and there to like getting at least one 200, one of those three games every week, if not two, I feel like towards the end. Yep. Yep. It was, it was great. And then now that I'm playing at uh, Plaza on Sundays, it's a little bit more of a consistent shot. You, you know, there's, much more volume of oil in the middle of the lanes and not as much on the outside, but I get a consistent read. So I go to, I started out the first two games, game one and two with an open to start the game. And I was like super irritated. The first game one, I had a great practice. Everything was flowing. First shot, first game. I don't know why nothing was fucking going on. Some motherfucker next to me screams or hollers like for no reason it catches me off guard in the middle of my backswing i know now it sounds like i'm golfing <laughs> backswing. in the middle of backswing so now i'm not focused on making the shot and i send it a little bit further right i leave a split don't cover it still end up shooting 222 something like that 222 and then start game two throw a decent shot leave it inside i leave a four nine split i was like great cool just like how we start game one and i end up throwing the back six or seven for 248 and then game three i'm in, and what's crazy is one of my dudes on my team he's like oh maybe maybe you should think about making a ball change after game one and it was decent he's like maybe you should think about making a ball change uh something a little bit cleaner through the front that's not starting to read so early so it has enough energy on the back end to go through the pins so you're not leaving 10 pins and i'm like ah no i'm like i feel like this is this is pretty good i think i can make this work still like i just play a different spot or do a little bit something different with my hand. So I go the front nine, <clears throat> excuse me, the front nine game three feels great. I post in every shot, driving through the pins, like zero chance for anything to stand. I go into the 10th frame feeling pretty good. Uh, I leave a shot in, but through the course of these front nine, I left a couple shots in, but they held pocket hard flush, like no, no doubter. So I was hoping when I left this one high, I'm like, please just hold it. I know it'll carry if it'll hold. It just went a little bit too high. I leave the four pin, cover it. Next shot, post it, strike for 279. I'm like, damn, dude, that's tough. Tough. That is tough. <coughs> Excuse me. So, yeah. And and now I'm bowling so much. I I really only have one day off in between. So, like, start the week, Monday's off, bowl Tuesday, Wednesday's off, bowl Thursday, Friday, Saturday off, bowl Sunday. It's a lot of bowling. So, it's a lot of bowling, man. Like I said, I'm trying to create a potential Hall of Fame resume, but I need many more honor scores to make that happen. And the only way I can do that is if I bowl as much as possible. What happened to your bowling TikTok? I don't know, man. I just that that one fell off hard. <laughs> like, I want to. There's a part of me that wants to just stay focused on. Like just the moment, like when I am bowling, like right. scoring as as high as possible and stuff. And I just feel like when I when I attempt to set up those things, that my focus is no longer on like bowling. Well, it's oh, it's let's make content to do this, that, and the third. But Makes sense. I don't know. I I need to 
excuse me. But I made the same excuses when they're like, why don't you get any side pots or brackets and yada, yada, yada. I'm like, well, I feel like if there's money involved, I kind of like lose focus. But now, not now, but over the last three, four years, I've gotten over that hurdle where because of who I bowl with, they're like, you need to get into pots and brackets because you'll make a lot of money doing that. So now that I've gotten over that hump, when I just he talks. bring the tripod and yeah. Should bring the tripod and start recording. Just just set it up discreetly in some spot and just bowl and as if it's not even there. So yeah. Cool. But, uh, yeah. I'll keep some shares. You got anything else that you uh, wanted to add on to this one? No, nah, man, I'm good. I had two two life stories. My son getting stitches <laughs> and uh, getting married. So I'm I'm good. I, th- I think you got the big the big events out the way. So next next episode, I said I got a couple of draft scenarios, top fives that we can go over, and I'm trying to think of something else. Basketball season is going to be starting up pretty soon. Got like a couple months for that, so we can talk a little basketball. Can't wait for that. Let's take it from there, man. Sure, maybe we'll get uh we'll get. Derek Hart on these uh, top five. See what he's what his yeah. week looks like. Yeah, we got to reach out to him uh, and see when he wants to jump on the pod. Feels weird calling him Derek. That's fucking Mr. Hart. My bet. Yeah, I, I just I can't <laughs> get around to calling him Derek. It's always gonna be Mr. Hart, man. Just it's just how it is. All right, cool. Well, if we got nothing else, guys, tune into our previous episode and all the other ones prior to that as well. Share, like, tell your friends, family, give us a listen. <laughs> Mars dropping soon. Um, other than that, I'll see you on a Sheikah Island. See you on a- <laughs> This has been No Script Podcast. We out. Still screaming. Still screaming.